0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com.
1: You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where, Pam, I don't know if you know this, but... um, we have a new app out that we've partnered with. I do know uh, that, surprisingly. Dan. I'm in yeah. on that one, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been great because over the course of the last like week and a half, several of the clients I've had... Mm-hmm. Or a couple of the guys in the mastermind group mm-hmm. have talked about, hey, I just downloaded that, and we're starting, you know, we're gonna test that out and bring that to the marriage. And mm-hmm.
0: I've had coworkers downloading it too. It's been kind of fun. Yeah, it's a lot
2: about. of fun because it's the results and the responses that we get are really positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we'll give the caveat of downloading this app does not solve the gridlock issue with the lower desire. all of a sudden now, totally being on board.
0: All right right.
2: But intimately us, our new app that you can find in any of the app stores, um, it is aimed at uh, trying to it's steered towards the higher desire while not trying to scare off the lower desire right. And it's an inviting you can set the stage and the level of spiciness and gear it towards sex and intimacy because those two things are so important in married mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to Sexy Marriage Radio, which is what we do each and every week, is try to talk about this kind of area of your mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and the issues that you can have, the struggles that people have, the successes that they have, because uh, people need a place to ask their questions if the dinner table or family gatherings or life group or neighbors or coworkers aren't the right place.
0: Right. And quite often, people don't have that freedom for that to be the right
2: place. That's true. And... uh you know, typing something into Big Brother Google, who knows where that may lead you, yeah. depending on what Please the question do is. <laughs> so what we want to do is go where you want to go, and the way you let us know what questions are on your mind that you would like answered or topics that you want covered, call our voicemail line, 214-702-9565, or email us, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, where... All of them are read, some are replied to directly, some become show uh, topics or are answered directly Mm -hmm. uh, in the queue. Mm -hmm. And if you've got something really pressing, call the voicemail line, that gets you to the front of the line Mm -hmm. uh, and jumps right in uh, to get your question right on the air. We can even disguise your voice if if that's a concern that some people may know, you have sex. I can't believe you called in and asked the question.
0: Well, (laughs) that lightens it. But there's some people with legit reasons they want to do that. Totally
2: understand. And we want to honor that, but still go where you want to go. Yes. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a conversation that I had with Dr. Amy Killen. She Mm -hmm. is an MD that was, was an ER doc. Okay. And then transitioned into more restorative health. And just aging components of life, but also recognized such a prominence in the need to deal with our sexual health. Mm-hmm. And So
0: so a focus in sexual health and the aging.
2: And restorative health. Restorative health. Right. Okay. And, and any time we can get uh, MDs on the show, uh, I'm going to pick brains. <laughs> I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Absolutely. We appreciate them coming on. And <laughs> yes, because they have training and insight into um, a lot different than my schooling, obviously. It's a whole nother realm Absolutely. of what they do. And knowing the body and the inner workings and everything. And so she and I, in the uh, regular version, we're talking about some of the different myths
0: mm-hmm.
2: that um, we have when it comes to our sex life, particularly when we age. And then what do you do about those things?
0: Mm, great info.
2: But if you want to know even more what you do with those things, then you're coming up on the extended content in Sexy Marriage Radio today, which is deeper, longer. And we go uh, real specific and there's no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash SMRAcademy. Uh, Dr. Amy and I continue the conversation, but get further into what are the solutions for some of the things that we all face as we age or even earlier in our life, because there's some fascinating medical science out there at our fingertips that uh, my hope with the, with this conversation through the whole show, but for sure in the extended content, is to arm members of the SMR Nation to be able to bring these things to their doc to find answers. If you can't work directly with Dr. Amy or somebody else, if you're a little more of a rural right. or some of the areas, that I, that's not going to be as well known. Well, yeah. now you're going to have some data you can arm yourself with.
0: Right. It's important to know when and where to ask the questions, right?
2: Right. And that's what's coming up on today's show perfect. Well, today on Sexy Marriage Radio, uh, it's it's not a lot of times where we actually get a doc on the air. And by doc, I mean MD, not the doc that's the PhD like myself and my daughter will say, yeah, but you're the doc that can't really do anything, dad. Um, that's the beauty of teenagers. <laughs> uh, but joining me today is Dr. Amy Killen. And I am ex- so excited to have her on with us because you bring some serious weight, girl, in with what you're doing in the world of sex and sexuality. And so to start off, I'm figuring you can tell the audience more, here's what I do. This is kind of my specialty because you have a broad range, but um, just introduce yourself real quick and then let's jump right in because I got a lot of questions for you.
1: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. First of all, um, yeah, I'm a medical doctor. I actually come from emergency med- emergency medicine background. I was an ER doctor for ten years first, but about seven or eight years ago, decided that I needed to spend some more time learning about um, how to actually be healthy uh, in my own my own person as well as my marriage, um, and that way I could help other people be a little healthier and kind of prevent some of the problems that we see, uh, you know, coming in the ER every day that are largely preventable. Right. So I became really interested in integrative medicine. And preventative medicine, and sort of anti-aging medicine, if you will, and uh, eventually moved all the way into doing that. And what what happened was, I was seeing a lot of patients um, in my practice, working with them, you know, from a nutritional standpoint, from a hormone standpoint, those kinds of things. And I found that they would come in, you know, in this state of distress, like they're they're not motivated, they're gaining weight, they're depressed, they're you know, everything is falling apart. Right. And we would start them on some protocols and some regimens and do some things. And then like three or four months later, they'd come back and be like, okay, I'm doing better. Like I actually have some control about my life. I'm I'm starting to lose weight. I feel better, et cetera. Now can you help me with my sex life? And this happened over and over again. So much so that I was like, you know, there's something to this. Like after they kind of became they got through the survival stage of health, if you will. They got kind of a foundation of health established. And then they wanted to sort of take it up a notch yeah. and and work on their sex, their sex life or their skin. I had do a lot of skin as well. So sex and skin is kind of what I do. Uh, Those are sometimes like interchangeable,
2: aren't they? Right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right. There's actually a lot of similarities in them. Yep. So yeah, so the last seven years, I've been primarily working with patients to try to optimize sexual function and or skin health using a combination of integrative medicine so things we could do to help prevent, you know, problems from happening, as well as things like regenerative medicine, some of the cool new tips and tricks that are out there, the tools that we have now that we can actually kind of turn back the clock to some degree um, to help right. people happy and uh, and sexually engaged. So I, that's, that's I, what I love
2: do. because this is what you're kind of describing is I'm not an alternative doc, but it's like I'm, I'm staying up with where technology is too. I don't have to just stay hard and fast in some sort of a medical school rule right? That, that I can keep up with what's going on and then integrate that into helping people just live live better and have more vibrancy in life. And so this steers straight into where I just want to start with you, Amy, is the idea of when you're talking about the overall state of our sexual health, you know what are the things that you keep coming across that are just wreaking havoc that we're not even aware of? Because I mean, my experience has been with the clients that I see coming through um, is ED is an issue, and it's not just a later life. Premature ejaculation is an issue, and it's not just a, a early life, <laughs> right? right? If you right. put it at the ends of the spectrum, that's kind of the stereotypical side of things it seems. But then on women, there's a there's a huge desire issue discrepancy. Um, even, you know, a a preponderance of vaginismus that, that has come across some, several Mm -hmm. people, we've got several shows on this as well, but it's just, what do you, what do you see when you're coming at it through a medical lens with the people that come see you?
1: Yeah, I think you totally nailed the things that I see the most. I see erectile dysfunction, um, in, you know, in men of all ages, Definitely, you know, over age thirty-five or forty, it's much more common. But uh, even younger guys sometimes have it, and there obviously are a lot of different causes. Um, I see a lot of women with uh, low libido, uh, you know, and it's it's kind of become. Normal for mm-hmm. them, and you know, it, people don't even really tell me about it unless I ask specifically because it's it's such some they're so comfortable, at, you know, with it. That's just like, like this a given. Is how it is? Yeah. This is how it is, yeah. Um, and then for women, also problems with uh, just arousal, orgasmic problems, things like that are also something I see, especially in you know postmenopausal women. And so I I deal with specifically with sort of age related declines in functions. So a lot of my patients are you know in the thirty five to forty plus range. Okay. um and and they've seen changes of some sort in their in their body and mm-hmm. in their interest and you know in their um in their sex lives and so that's kind of my patient population i deal specifically with the medical things that i can do so i'm not Dealing as much with the emotional, you know, mental, right. spiritual, all the other things that obviously are playing very heavily into uh, a healthy sex life.
2: Okay, and so let's come at this from the both both extremes then, right? Because you can have this element of, you, I think you would have a keen uh, viewpoint on. Okay, so someone comes in and they're experiencing these issues in their sexual health and their sexual function, and so at that point you're dealing with the treatment you know, something to try to address the problem. Right. But what about the other side of this too, for those of the people in the SMR nation that are listening, that they could be thinking of this as this is a preview of coming attractions, but it's not yet. So what's some preventative stuff? Mm. Because I think you have an interesting take on that as well. So let's start with the treatment first yeah. and Kay. then let's dovetail it into the preventative. Cause I think both matter. And I think you and I both agree if we could just get people, to be much more engaged in preventative treatment stuff we're going to save a lot of grief and money and time and Absolutely. resources down the road but people just don't pay for preventative most of the time
1: yeah it's true i, I you know it, it's funny i think that we learn about you know sex ed when we're in i don't know 6th grade or something and then again in high school and all they teach is how to avoid diseases and how to get pregnant and they don't really teach you about how to keep that system like up and running Mm -hmm. and well-tuned, you know, throughout your adult life. Uh, And I think no one really teaches that. So, so as far as treatments go, if you already have a problem, then obviously we have to um, address that problem specifically, figure out what's causing it. There are a number of different things for, for ED, for instance, I look at your hormones. So I look and make sure testosterone is high enough because that is something that we have, we actually have a population of men in the last couple of decades especially where our, pop- our our testosterone levels have gone down as as a as a population and that is one of the things that has contributed to at least um yeah low libido and okay. and, and sexual dysfunction.
2: do you so know of a do you know of a reason why overall testosterone is going down
1: I think it's it's multifactorial. Um, one, we're not as active. We're not exercising as much. We're not, you know, we're not lifting as many heavy things. We're overweight. We're sitting around too much. We're okay. eating a lot of junk food. We're, you know, that we're eating more sugar, which is not good for testosterone. We also have a lot more stress. And when you have higher cortisol, your testosterone is basically the opposite of your cortisol. Right. Uh, and we're not sleeping as well. Sleep is, you know, when you're sleeping, it's when we make testosterone and growth hormone and things like that. And those of us who have poor sleep which is a lot of people, um, you just don't make those hormones. So, and then the last other thing is there are a lot of environmental toxins, things that we are putting on our bodies in our food, you know, lotions, potions, a lot of these things are actually disrupting our endocrine system, um, in a way that is harmful. So it's, it's a whole lot of things. Absolutely.
2: Well, I mean, if, 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 (laughs) if if the magazines were actually true, that there was one thing to solve the problems because there's just one thing that's that causes the problems, only one magazine would ever be sold because that's the last yeah. one, right? They've solved right. it all. But
1: Exactly. <laughs> so it is always
2: multifaceted, I totally agree. But yeah. so when you're talking about treatment, what what else what else do we where else do you go?
1: So, so testosterone is one. Um, I also want to make sure that with both men and women, that they're getting enough nitric oxide. This is really important for blood flow. Okay. So, when you think about blood vessels, uh, which, you know, blood vessels are, are going to be obviously taking blood flow to the genitalia mm-hmm. for both men and women. We got to have that. Yep. Um, and nitric oxide is the main chemical messenger that tells those blood vessels to vasodilate, which means to open up, to, bl- to bring the blood flow in. Okay. And what happens after about about the age of 40 is that we don't, we can't make as much nitric oxide as we used to. So you're making about half as much when you're 40 as you did when you were 20. Um, And medications like Viagra, for instance, they work by essentially preventing your body from breaking down the nitric oxide that it has for a little bit longer. So it just keeps it around longer. However, if you're not making enough to begin with, those medications don't even work. So for like a lot of older guys, the Viagra stops working. And that's one of the causes is they just don't have enough nitric oxide. So you can supplement that. There are some supplements that you can do for that. You can stop using antiseptic mouthwash, which goes a long way towards helping you be able to take nitrates in from food, Um, exercise, getting sunlight. All of these things can help actually just boost your own nitric oxide levels, which are going to be really important for erections and- um, Things like
2: that, so if I'm willing to have the risk of bad breath, I might have the chance of better <laughs> erections. It's kind of what you're that's no, the correlation.
1: No, you should brush your teeth, <laughs> just okay. don't use like Listerine every day. <laughs>
2: okay, that, that, that's fair. I mean, because I
1: do brush your teeth, please. Because
2: well, to me, the equation, Amy, goes if I've got bad breath, I'm really not going to need an erection that's, because that's it's true. not going to be near inviting. So <laughs>
1: I am not telling people to stop brushing their teeth. I'd have all the dentists out there yelling at me if that was the case. No, I
2: I totally see what you're saying. Um, And I'm glad that went there just because this is some of the stuff, the science and the nuances of our body that it is so fascinating to me that the way our society has shifted is we're an over-medicated society. That's just kind of a given. Sure. And we've now have leaned more towards this will solve the problems when in reality, if I would just reset and recenter, my existence and get back into living life outside more engaged with things more, a little more disconnected from things, sleeping more, uh, you know, engaging with people more that really helps set things back in order, which to me, doesn't that also scream? That's why vacations feel so regenerative because that's kind of what I do on that one week or two week vacation time is I get back to the way it was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're getting exercise, you're getting sun, you're having close, you know, you're close to your partner, you're getting sleep, your stress is down. All of those things are benefiting, you know, your hormones, benefiting your blood flow, like everything that we need to have a, you know, a healthier sex life. So those are absolutely key.
2: Okay. And so with ED, that's one. What about if a woman comes in? Let's pick one. So what where's the treatment? And then then we'll kind of wrap up this conversation with with the preventative side of it.
1: So uh, for women, you can certainly, say same types of things, you can also do um, other things like vaginal lasers, vaginal radio, radio frequency treatments, where you're actually trying to stimulate the repair of the vaginal tissues. Um, I also use platelet-rich plasma, or PRP, and do injections into the genitalia in both men and women, um, where basically we're, we're injecting growth factors from the patient's own blood into those areas to try to encourage improved blood flow, nerve regeneration, sensation, okay. things like that. And then the last Last big piece is uh, shockwave therapy or acoustic wave therapy, which is great for men and women. Um, it's, Gaines Wave is, a, is sort of a brand name people know, but basically it's, it's applying sound waves, the doctors do it in their office, to these tissues for both men and women to uh, encourage blood vessel formation, blood flow, uh, nitric oxide formation. It, it basically is a yeah. repair uh, technique that is pretty amazing, uh, especially for ED, but also can be used in women.
2: That's fascinating. I love I love hearing some of the things that's much less invasive. Yeah. That's out there now. And that's the stuff that, man, unless we've got people like you, that's not getting advertised very often. <laughs> yeah, seems...
1: people don't hear about this because people don't want to really talk about it for some reason. That people get like nervous and you well, know, um, or yeah. or they get there's a lot of things around it, but it's I think it's really important. And yeah, you know, I'm glad, well, that, glad to be on here with I you.
2: Totally agree. I mean, sex needs to be the conversation people are having, especially with the people you're doing it with. That You need to be having those heart-to-hearts about this is what's going on with me. Here's the struggle because if nothing else, I think of those as those are uh, pathways into better intimacy because if I've got something that maybe didn't work the way I hoped it would, we can still do some things that actually would create more intimacy and bond that it's not about the physical then. It's about about the deeper profound connection that we can have. So, all right, let's go to the other end of the spectrum then. This is the people in the SMR nation that are listening. They're like, okay, I don't. I don't put myself in the, I need the treatment category. What are some of the things you keep coming across that, man, if we would just incorporate a couple of these things or all of them Mm -hmm. uh, and be preventative, we can really push any kind of issue further down the road if if ever.
1: So when we think about sexual dysfunction, especially for men, but also for women, one of the main causes is lack of blood flow, you know, and problems getting the blood where it needs to be. So atherosclerosis or plaque formation in the arteries, as well as just dysfunction in some of the cells in the penis. And all of this has to do with how you're living your life. So okay. you know, anything that's going to lead to um, to plaque formation in your arteries. So things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, not exercising, eating too much sugar, and and not you know really watching your diet. Um, smoking is. It's awful for sexual function. Uh, so, you know, it's not getting up sleep. Like all the things right. that we know, like, like our grandmother told us to do, these things all are going to uh, influence how our vascular system, our blood vessel system ages. And because we need blood flow to the sexual organs and because they are affected before we see effects on the heart or the brain or other systems, we really need to focus on our Daily activities um, to encourage our our blaster system to be healthy over time.
2: Okay, and that just that cracks me up, Dr. Amy, because I'm sitting here thinking: Imagine if Grandma would have actually said, "Here's the things you need <laughs> to be doing, and here's why." Because yeah. then you can sweat up the sheets like my you and me and Grandpa do. On a regular basis,
1: <laughs> it's true. I always imagine. I, I, whenever I see cigarettes, you know, you have like the cigarette boxes. I feel like they should have on the front of the box. They should have a picture of like a flaccid penis on there, uh, and they should just say, you know, smoking leads to erectile dysfunction. That because it totally does. That's a whole. That's
2: a that is a completely different campaign that might actually impact a whole lot more people.
1: I think it could work. I think I really do.
2: <laughs> okay, so I mean. It is interesting because all we're talking about here is just some of the basic, you know, I just need to look out for my health. I need to just be healthier and that's going to dovetail into better sex and and more functioning that can happen. All the
1: things that are risk factors for developing heart disease, cardiovascular disease, are the exact same risk factors for developing a lot of the sexual dysfunction and sexual diseases, all the ones that are blood vessel, you know, based, which is a lot of them.
2: Okay. And that's interesting because I'm coming off of, you don't know this about me, um, but I'm coming off of three, four weeks ago, my father was actually in the coronary ICU for six days because of congestive heart failure. and. He, uh, it was finally diagnosed because he just happened to already have an appointment scheduled. And so he shows up at the doc and the docs immediately, you're going in an ambulance and you're in. Cause I mean, they took like 20 pounds of fluid off of his body. I mean, he was oh, just, wow. it, it was yeah. bad, right? It, the dude's got a serious pain tolerance, I guess. I have no clue how, how he went that long, but so I'm sitting, I go up there and I'm, I'm hel- helping out just being involved. And as I'm hearing conversations as he's recovering and he's doing great now, um, He's telling me about his brother has this issue. His father died of this issue. And I'm all like, I think I'm calling a heart doc when I get home. And so, lo and behold, I did and had my appointment just the other day. And all good except cholesterol, a little high. I'll I'll own that. But everything else is all good. But it's like, okay, good. But, But now you're giving me even more motivation to look out for it because it's not just living longer. It's actually being engaged in life longer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay. So any other last kind of things that you see that just needs to be said to uh, people that are just, they're concerned about this issue and it matters because it is something they want in their life, but coming from your lens that um, would just kind of encourage to watch out for, you know, wherever you want to go with that.
1: Yeah, I just I think that just making sure that people understand they actually do have a lot of control, like you as the person have so much control over what happens with your with your sex life with your sexual health, you have control in prevention of almost all problems, not every single one, but most of them. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of control now, especially with the new technologies out there in actually treating these things and the treatments go well beyond, you know, the, the Viagra and the pills and things like that. Like we can actually, in a lot of cases, sort of regenerate that tissue and make it uh, act and behave a little bit more youthfully. Um, so you have a lot of control and it's just up to you to exert that control.
2: Well, yeah, that's the biggest issue, right? <laughs> that's the cog right there that that means I got to yeah. start changing some of the different things in the foundational ways I do my life. Right. And how I, how I conduct myself. Well, Dr. Amy, thank you so much. Where I want to go, just as this nice little tease for everybody that's uh, not a part of the extended, uh, where we're wanting to go there with you is to talk more about, okay, now that we're into the later stages of life, uh, the, there are things that just kind of, uh, everybody assumes are going to impact you. And you have the view that some of those are actually myths, and there's some solutions that we can offer up that really do help, which, which will probably overlap with some of our conversation we've had now, but we can go even a little bit deeper. So uh, before we head there though, I want you to give just a chance for everybody in the SMR nation to how do they find you if they want more information? Cause I know you're peaking interest and (laughs) had I not already found you and done a whole bunch of this stuff ahead of time, I would have been like, I'm seriously going to check this out. So how do they find you?
1: So I have my website is dramykillen.com so just k i l l e n.com. I'm also very active on Instagram if if anyone. I do a lot of education on Instagram and it's dramybkillen on Instagram. Um Facebook as well. I also have a YouTube channel which is Amy md, and I try to post educational videos and such on there.
2: Perfect. You you have a tremendous cause that you're fighting and I love it <laughs> because it truly is just trying to help people enhance all aspects of their life and live Live younger, I guess, is a good way to think of it, right?
1: That's good. Yeah. Perfect. Well,
2: Amy, thank you so much for the time thus far. Um, This has been great. Thank you. I am repeatedly amazed at medical science. Oh, man. Yeah. how, How?
0: Thank God for doctors. I
2: mean, remember... We weren't alive in this point, but remember when the field, in some regards, started with voodoo leeches? And just,
0: you know, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. All but these things. Well, I stories... remember being
2: treated with leeches. Those, all I'm those sure you years do. ago. I'm no, sure but it's just so fascinating how um, there are different avenues within the medical field and the science field that are truly starting to try to find answers to these things that we face. Because who would have thought the struggles that we face as we age? The longer we age and still want to have a live, live a full and vibrant mm-hmm. life, there's yeah. issues. Right. And so I'm hoping that from today's episode, if nothing else, uh, members of the SMR nation recognize some of the stuff I bought into isn't necessarily true mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's help available if I'll just start asking questions yeah, and seeking answers that I could find a laser or sound waves or... I mean, there's a lot of different things. It's not just taking a pill. It's
0: incredible technology and ideas behind it. It
2: totally is. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If this has sparked something in you and you've got questions, let us know. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks again for spending some time with us. See you next time.